KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Early in the course of Valentino, The Last Emperor, an interviewer asks the legendary fashion designer whether he ever wanted to be a fireman or a train driver. No, no, Valentino says with amusement, he always dreamed about movie stars, the silver screen, about everything beautiful in the world. If Valentino Garavani found his calling, so did Matt Turnauer, the first-time director of this smart and sumptuous documentary. Seldom has a film explored such exotica as Valentino's world, the gowns, the galas, the villas, the private jets, with such a sense of momentous drama behind the glitz. At the midpoint of his eighth decade, Valentino has dyed brown hair and a taut, deeply tanned face. He's tightly wound and impenetrably private, except when he shares a thought, a fantasy, or a fear with his companion of 50 years, the formidably handsome and enormously compelling Giancarlo Giametti. And he shares quite a lot on camera. Matt Turnauer was given extensive access to the comings and goings of the two men over the course of two fateful years from 2005 to 2007 when Valentino, at the pinnacle of fame and success, faced a hurricane of change that was sweeping through his empire. Some documentaries stick doggedly to their subjects until they come upon something meaningful. This one sparkles with significant details from the start. Aging seamstresses construct a gorgeous gown out of whole silk. A mannequin kills backstage time reading a biography of Einstein. At a Roman party that Valentino throws for 600 VIPs and 200,000 commoners, models fly like Peter Pans and the Colosseum basks in a Valentino red glow. Two themes transcend the bedazzling events. One of them is ceaseless change. After 45 years, the House of Valentino is under siege from a private equity group. The other is enduring love. The famous companions have long been indispensable to one another. Now they're inextricably bound to one another. Valentino is the only one who can drive Giancarlo to distraction or delight. Giancarlo is the only one who can tell Valentino that his face is too tan. Ever since Greg Mottola made his feature debut in 1997 with an endearing little comedy called The Day Trippers, fans of independent films have been rooting for him to succeed. Their hopes, our hopes, were bumped up a couple of years ago when he directed Superbad, a coming-of-age comedy that was wonderfully funny and a full-fledged hit. Now he's back as both writer and director with Adventureland, an ambitious film in the same genre that sets the goofiness of extended adolescence against the sadness of being adrift in the adult world. There's no shortage of zingers or good performances, but the movie, like the amusement park of its title, feels constructed from familiar parts. Jesse Eisenberg is James Brennan, newly graduated from college and promptly humbled by the discovery that a degree in comparative literature wins him nothing in the job market but a chance to run rigged games at a sleazy park near his home in Pennsylvania. Kristen Stewart is a quick-witted arcade girl, M. She's irresistibly attractive and mysteriously subservient to a handsome maintenance man played by Ryan Reynolds. 
It's unfortunate that James is so close to the Ernest Warriors, recently played by Michael Sarah in Juno, as well as Superbad. But he's affecting all the same, an anxious hero on an intense ride through a tortuous tunnel of love. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW the week after next with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.